another episode of Humans of Mitti Kerala North East podcast series. Our guest for today is Mr. Izang, an 18-year-old entrepreneur from Nagaland, founder of Pipo, a handmade jewelry brand from 2016, with an aim to give himself an opportunity to break barriers and at the same time inspire people to create their own opportunities. He hosted his own a jewelry exhibition which gave platform to jewelry designers from Nagaland so welcome Izan thank you so much for the great introduction i'm absolutely humbled and honored to be here absolutely thank you, thank you so much uh, so uh, you started people in 2016 correct yeah yes it was in the year 2016 at the end of the year yep It was so what you must have been 14 by then uh i guess i was 16 well, that is actually quite impressive you know when i was 14 i was still learning the pythagoras theorem so yeah anyway yeah so uh tell me about it how did you come up with the idea of uh, you know how did you end up in jewelry business mm. Well, uh, ever since I was a kid, I had always been like so fascinated about it. I'm in the fashion industry, and I grew up watching this fashion TV. Um, and yeah, so eventually, like as I grow older, um, in my art center, I came to a point where I wanted to do something of my own, and realized that it was not an easy task to really get into fashion industry. So jewelry, handmade jewelry was very beautiful and very student uh, budget friendly. So I I thought like I'll give it a try. So and that's how it started. And some of the first beers were like sold through my cousins, my friends in school, and even my the, the interesting part was even my teachers in school supported it. Yeah, that's it's really amazing. So. Uh, <laughs> Tell was, me uh, who was your biggest influencer growing up? Well, uh, I don't specifically as of now. I don't really had an influencer, but I would say the society that I grew up was a, a place like just a random people like the whole society has been my greatest influencer because like in our society we try to separate works between male and female and I don't know how about your society where that happens in Nagaland. So, like, if you are a guy, you are definitely and you're supposed to be doing a manly job or like getting an office work. And if you are a girl, like maybe you should be sitting back home, like, and then doing all your craft works and whatnot. So, like, I really wanted to bring something new, uh, which like by breaking stereotypes among our society and then trying to. Uh, Say that like, let's do things of our potentials and not of something that we have to do because we need it, but something that is of our talents or maybe like anything that we are potential and we are passionate about it. I think we should really strive towards that instead of like simply focusing on specific things or like uh, what the society really wants us to be. You know. Uh... Now that you mention it, I think that is the case everywhere. You know, the stereotypes that uh, women should do this and men should do that. Uh, I really applaud you for breaking the stereotype. 
amazing so work. Respect, so humble. Yeah. No, seriously, I. You know, uh, being so young, I, like, I think you are doing an amazing job breaking the stereotype. I mean, people. I don't know how much I'm even... impacting, but I feel like I think there should be someone to lead us. So, like, I think we really need more people like me. I should say so. I hope Definitely. people get inspired and a lot of people will come up uh, open-minded in our society too. Hopefully. Yep. So, uh, when you first started this, uh, people, um, what were the challenges that you faced? You know, being in the female-dominated industry that jewelry is right now. Well, excuse me. Well. Um, Starting a brand is like it's not an easy task. We need uh, resources. We need human uh, investment in it. There's a lot of things going on, be it as small or big. And at the meantime, me being a student, uh, it was really a tough time. But I should say I really had supportive friends or uh, supportive friends. Yeah. So like supportive friends because like. Every time I try to do something new, like they will always appreciate me. They will come forward. They will uh, really take my things, uh, my products, sell it, and yeah, that's how it started. So like uh, the main focus was like me being so timid about how people will feel. So that was one of the biggest challenges that I need to, I had to overcome throughout those years back then because at the end I was still a student, be it like me doing something or not. I'm still a student, so like that was really something that I struggle a lot, and I'm still striving towards achieving that perfect goal because I'm still a student too yet. So how do you manage everything? You know, studies and people and uh, everything yeah. else. How do you manage it? That's a so basically uh, management would be I stayed in a fourteen back then and as of now also, so. I, we do get certain times uh, like we have a whole thing so like we do according to it so like I spend most of my time investing in creating uh, the jewelries uh, than rather being on internet playing games so that's because like I am really not a big fan of games and whatnot so this is my only interest and this is where I will mostly spend my free time wow so uh I, I don't know. You don't have any, you know, like your grades don't uh, fluctuate because of this, right? Because managing everything, people and studies. No, 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 no. Yeah. So that is. Okay. Yeah, but there are certain times. Uh, thank you. Continue. There are certain times, like me being a student. Uh, I really go through a lot, but I think over the end, at the end, like uh, I still manage to overcome because like, I don't really, I am not a very studious person, to be honest. Uh, so I'm stri- I'm like more passionate towards investing on my life goals because like education is also important, but something that will keep you going in the days to come is what we should really look forward to. Totally, absolutely. So, uh, when you told your family about the people, like when you wanted to start people, uh, were they supportive or did you face any obstacles or opposition? So, uh, basically, I did not say to my parents or 
any of my family that I'm doing this at the beginning where uh, because like I started it off with my one month pocket money uh, back then in 2016 which was absolutely 500 rupees so it started with that and um, they started hearing from people around saying that like I create jewelries and they were like not a big fan of that but over the years they are like more accepting towards the thing that I'm doing and they are like so supportive now because like it's just that like me it's just I just felt like it's me that I'm not opening up to them about what I really wanted to do and I, I was like unlike every other student I was so timid about telling my parents about what I was doing but at the meantime I really had my own like goals to achieve even without telling so I think yeah that's how it's I'm like I'm mixing up but yeah, they were. They are really supportive these days. Everything turned out perfectly. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you know, you being so young entrepreneur, how do you manage the business insecurity? What are the risks that you took to get people where it is today? Well, uh, I mean, like organizing and even is the big risk. So, like me being a student, like. That was one of the biggest risks, but I think I really had a very trusted sponsors and who were like there to support that, and that really gave me, gave me the confidence of uh, putting myself into a risk. So that was my first ever risk that I ever took to really uh, put up the brand in a different way. So I'm getting mixed up, but I hope that's fine. Well, so. Uh, it's not a. I don't think that like I took up a lot of risk, but for the insecurities of my brand, we like keeping consistent about everything. Going in consistency uh, really helped me build uh, or come over all the insecurities. Okay, so I have read in an article uh, that uh, one of your consignment has gone to UK. Am I correct? Yes. So, what was your reaction when you first got the order from United Kingdom? How was it? Well, it was an absolutely uh, pleasing feeling because, like, that's what I have been really looking forward to because like, I want my products to travel across the globe and I really want to establish a brand where, like, people from all over the world really look up to. So, like, that was the start of it and. I was like so overwhelmed by the uh, response and it was just amazing because like even with the little or I mean like the even with the orders that we get from across India or around our state like we get so excited about it so like I was like overjoyed I like yeah it was one of the best moments that I had and I still cherish that as of now because like it was something good and it was something uh to really like pin it up and keep it for the brand because they, <laughs> it's going that far. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, people are talking about all uh, sustainability is being a hot topic right now. People are talking about it. Uh, the whole, um, you know, everything going on with this. Uh, what 
is what are your thoughts on sustainable jewelry well sustainable jewelry is like i would say like it is so good but even me as a creator i try to invest on sustainable jewelry terms because like uh, sustainable jewelry is like as in put up we can't really i can't really do something like which is absolutely so sustainable 100% but in a way like in calculating uh, sustainable materials and reusable and recyclable materials really will help a brand uh, help in creating sustainable and it will really uh, help our environment at mid time too and looking it into a consumer perspective i should say like if a consumer demands for sustainable products like that should really struck the i mean like hit a brands bigger brands or brands like such as uh, i mean like it might it should eventually like inspire small brands like us to really work on it because it's but if the consumer are like talking about it but doesn't really have an action on it towards sustainable jewelries or maybe sustainable products it will eventually not work so like I, what i would say is that support and talk about it yeah okay support um, something sustainable and also at the meantime like there's a saying that action speaks louder than uh noise so yeah words i mean like actually louder than words so yeah okay so how was the nationwide lockdown for you well actually uh, and for people well it was like a hard time for a lot of people and a lot of brands uh, but for us as a brand we really did had a great time because like it was a time we really got to learn something new uh, we were giving more time in like creating a new space for the brand because like those it really gave us an ample amount of time to really invest on creating certain collections or maybe like look uh, setting some uh, certain calls for what we would be doing ahead so it was really a great time but i don't think it was really good time for everyone yet but i should say it was fine for us as a brand we did go through some hurdles but we were able to manage it okay i heard you launched three collections during the lockdown is it true yeah i definitely did launch three collection the first phase was once the lockdown started and in some few uh, months again another before another lockdown started uh, that was our first collection which was <clears throat> excuse me a, a combo pack of all our jewelries that was the first and the second was a pearl edition and the third was the recent minimal collection that was launched yeah that is so, really amazing it did took a lot of time in creating those three uh, three collection but those were the time given to us to really invest and create something good for our clients so yeah to create something uh, good and something like wow we really did time so it did really give us a lot of time to invest on bringing up new collection wow okay uh, uh do you have any of your products with you right now right i now, w- i would love I, uh, to see your work 
right now actually we i am in kolkata and okay as of now uh all our products are sold out and we are trying to work on a new collection so maybe not now but maybe soon you'll get to see them okay waiting for it yep okay uh, is there anything you would like to say to our viewers well i'm like stuck to this type of questions a lot of the time but all i would say is like just be passionate about whatever you are interested in it and just strive towards it because like nothing comes easy and we need to face a lot of hurdles and hardships so just keep moving just keep going and it will really put us in a place where we would really not even imagine ourselves to be uh, there but at the meantime we i would say like be humble and trust in anything like i mean like for me i trust my lord in everything i do so maybe that's a different thing for you but maybe trust in the lord and yeah that will really help us grow before we like do anything like the first priority would be like god god leading us in any aspect of our life yeah okay so um, anyways thank you so much for joining us today and i wish you all the best for your future and i hope people reaches the global level like you get orders from all across the globe thank you so much and i'm in fact so honored to be part of this uh, event and yeah the tigrang might also be also shines more uh, that it, yeah we shine more and best wishes to the entire team in tigra Thank you so much and I would love to see your world someday. Yeah, definitely. We'll reach out to you soon, Sudeep. Definitely. Okay, so thank you so much and all the best. Thank you. And to our viewers out there, stay home, stay safe, stay tuned. We'll be back with more such podcast content. And keep watching Humans of Vicky Kera. Thank you. <laughs>